start i should get to i'm michael yeah. how's it going good good i'm drew nice to meet you nice to meet you too um so i mean you i'm sure you kind of know how this goes it's about an hour or so just chit chat i did come up with us what i feel like is a pretty solid list for today um okay, cool. and then i'm fine if we go on tangents or whatever like that so sure. nothing too specific um but yeah perfect Sounds good to me. What are you drinking? Uh, I got a Coors Light right now, and then I have uh, a couple PBRs on deck. Sick, sick. I've got a, a Nuclearist Moon Man. I don't know if you've ever heard of Spotted Kyle. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, because you're yeah, in Wisconsin, it's like right? Same company. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Got to represent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me get last of my stuff here pulled up, and then we'll okay. kind of get started. Okay. I'm What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. On this episode, I'm going back to Zoom, and I have a pretty special guest. Um, I have Drew here, aka Tiger Driver. For those that you, those of you that may know him, um, how's it going, dude? Good, good. How are you? Good. Stoked to have cool. you on. Um, I know when I recorded with Tiger, he talked about you a bit, so. Kind of stoked to make another connection. Hell yeah, dude! I love Tiger. <laughs> yeah, he's he's great. <laughs> he's the man, dude. Um, so I guess first of all, I've been asking everyone this: how how are you coping with uh COVID? Um, well, so I'm a my actual job. Well, I don't get paid for it, so it's not really a job. But I'm a student teacher right now, so um, I'm basically waiting to figure out like what our schools are going to do. Oh damn. Um. Yeah, so in the meantime, I'm just, like, hunkering down and trying to work on music as much as I can. Um, but other than that, I've been watching The Sopranos, I guess. Nice. <laughs> That's about it, yeah. <laughs> Haven't been up to much. Yeah. Um, That's funny that you're bringing Sopranos. That's, I got to, like, season five, and I need to go mm. and, like, just finish it. Yeah, like, yeah. I never gave it that proper send-off, so I really need to do that. Um, gotcha. It's a great show. It's worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. Um. And like you mentioned, you have been just like working on tunes and we're going to get into some new stuff here that you got coming out yeah, here for pretty sure. soon. Um, I guess let's start probably at the beginning. Um, sure. Tiger Driver. Where, where does that persona okay. come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so for my entire life, pretty much I've been a huge pro wrestling fan. Um, like when I was a kid, I used to watch it a lot, like probably from when I was born um 
up until maybe middle school. And then I kind of dropped off for a little bit um, and then got back into it, like in my adult life. And uh, Tiger Mask is this uh, Japanese wrestler. He actually wears that mask. Um, and his finisher is called the Tiger Driver. Okay. And I just think like I, it's got such a nice ring to it, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I was like, I definitely want to wear a mask because I'm not I'm very self-conscious as a person in general, like I have a lot of anxiety. So I definitely wanted to wear a mask and I was like, well, I love wrestling, so I might as well just do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's where the name comes from. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super into Japanese wrestling and uh, like indie wrestling in the United States and stuff like that. So That's awesome. Uh, yeah, because I was actually wondering that when I first saw, because I was watching the music video and I saw some mm. like other photos where you had it on, I'm like, that just looks like like a normal like luche mask or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. so that's pretty sick um which kind of leads me into something that i had written down it's like do you does a mask really help make like the dividing wall between drew and tiger driver like, oh yeah 100%. you just get that extra boost of confidence or is that yeah kinda for what sure happens? yeah so uh when i play live shows i haven't played very many i did one uh virtual show after like quarantine started and then like two before that um as tiger driver before that i've been in bands and like played drums and bands and stuff okay but uh but those are my first shows like being on stage alone so um i i kind of prepare by like putting on the mask I actually since i wear glasses i have to wear these little goggles under my mask <laughs> they're uh they're a uh, prescription swim goggles so if you look close if you're at a show ever uh you can probably see me trying to wipe like the sweat off of them um but uh so like yeah, my ritual is kind of like put on the mask, try to be alone for a little bit. Um, I'll tape up my wrists like a wrestler does. And then, uh, yeah, just kind of get myself into the zone. And it for sure, it for sure helps me like, uh, I don't know, a lot of my music is like angry and aggressive. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like that in like regular life. Yeah. So it kind of puts me in a headspace like I'm like I'm going into a fight, you know, that's kind of how I prepare for it. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you when did you like first start doing like any solo stuff like this okay so uh i think i started i started off just being a producer um so i would just like make beats in my free time or whatever uh that must have been like four years ago so probably around 2016 um and then i would just put my stuff on soundcloud uh which is like it was fine it was fun but then i i really wanted to like have a more complete product uh, so I would just post on Reddit, like post my beats on the making hip hop subreddit, I think oh, it's nice. called. And, uh, I'd be like, Hey, does anyone want to collab with me or whatever? And I just got so like fed up with either I would send a beat and then the person would never respond to me or like things would just get messed up along the way somewhere, or we would go through the entire process and then the end product wouldn't be like what I wanted it to be. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I'll just like do my own vocals and yeah i think it's turning out okay so far yeah dude i've been listening to i mean you sent me the new stuff which we'll get into but i've been listening yeah. to some of the other stuff you have out like on apple music and some of the stuff mm. you have out on like soundcloud and like shit sounds dope like I, I really <laughs> dig it and it's a lot of it's really catchy and really good so like i already find myself like singing it back as like i'm going through it so oh, it's, sick. it's sick um, that's dope but so how so you're making all your own beats for everything. Yeah. What kind of a process do you have to go through? Like, cause as someone that's like, yeah, I might tap my finger, but I can never like 
think of doing like oh this and this would sound good like mm. how does that come about it's i haven't really thought about it too much but i think i think what it is is so you just said like you might tap your finger like you know tap your toes or something yeah so it's kind of a process of building from that so everything if you think about like any music at all it all starts from a click track right mm -hmm. so then you you just add like a kick and then a snare and then you're like oh this might sound cool and if it doesn't we're on computers now so you can just like fucking undo it you know right. and then like yeah i don't know i just see it as a process of like building up a bunch of sounds and then kind of refining and cutting out what you don't like um and really most of my process is just listening to my music over and over and over again okay uh, and like trying to figure out what i like what what i don't like about things um yeah so building and refining i guess is my is my answer yeah no yeah like i i truly commend anyone that can like i've always been around musicians and like the musical aspect but i've never felt like i've had like the right mindset or like because there's definitely like a switch that has to click mm. and all my musician friends and like i truly commend them for being able to just kind of sit down and be like oh yeah building this here and here like this is what's gonna work and whereas like a normal person is not gonna understand it so i mean that's that's awesome yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I kind of, we kind of talked about how you've been working hard on music. You released two albums last year, and mm -hmm. you're on track to do it again this year. Um, yep. Which I think is truly amazing, because like, <laughs> most people only putting out like one, one a year, if that. Um, how do you find, like, do you just come up with all this material, like, super easy or like do you just find inspiration somewhere or like how does it work um i guess i find i find inspiration in a lot of places like like i said uh pro wrestling is like that's what i watch like yeah. i don't really watch movies anymore i, I watch like aew pro wrestling <laughs> every week and like all the pay-per-views and stuff like that um but i find it everywhere like i'm a i read a lot um i'm gonna be an english teacher so like that's kind of part of the job but uh <laughs> i get a lot of stuff from that and then mostly like i don't know if you're uh, are you a video game guy at all a little bit yeah. in the past okay so i used to be like super into like mmo games so like runescape maple story okay uh stuff like that which is like when i was deep into it i would just sit down and play for like 12 to 16 hours a day or whatever so now it's like okay, I don't play games anymore, really. So I just put all of that time into making music. So it's really just, like, I spend a sad amount of time making music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might seem sad to, like, you, but, like, you're cranking out all this really good stuff. So, I mean, there's no Thanks. real reason to be sad about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because, um, like, the, what you have out currently is other people's friends, yep. exercises in, in self-sabotage. That's what you released both last year and mm -hmm. i mean i've listened to at least i think exercises and self-sabotage and i mean even that like it's all really well done and like thanks for for cranking it out twice in like a year like you really yeah you can really tell you put the time and effort into everything which i think is really good on your on Thank your you. part so thank you actually uh so the the first album other people's friends that's like that album I made uh, only with features. So I actually don't, or I rap on like two songs, I think. Um, but that was when I made the switch. Cause I was like, 
working so hard to release that album and mm-hmm. just waiting on other people and then uh i was like yeah i can't like i can't keep waiting like this because like you like we talked about um i'm like pretty prolific when it comes to making beats and making music in general so i just couldn't keep waiting i guess so yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that's i mean that's pretty awesome that's basically like your how all like these new producers then are like doing an album of like everyone featuring Mm-hmm. That that's basically your version is what you're saying. Exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's what I was going for. Sorry, there might be like low moments every every once in a while when I'm like mm-hmm. looking at something. So just, you're good. It'll get cut out. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I get lazy. <laughs> that's fine too. It's raw. <laughs> Let's do it raw. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll go into. Um, so you mentioned you were in bands before you kind of went solo and did this whole rap um, side. What yeah. kind of bands were you in before all everything? Uh, so I was actually in a pop punk band called City of Sky. Uh, technically, it's I, th- I, th- I guess it's Christian pop punk. Okay. Um, I'm a, I'm an atheist and I always have been. Uh, so I don't know if like ethically that's totally cool, but. It was fun, you know. We played um we played some shows uh in Wisconsin. Um I think I was in 8th grade when I started playing drums in that band. So I was super young. Uh everyone else was like in high school. Uh, I think one our bass player was in college. Um yeah, so we had a a quite a array of age yeah. and like skill. Um I was not very good. But <laughs> uh there's actually an album on Spotify, I think. Um of our stuff i think it's, it's called weekend in chicago it's super good so if anyone wants to check out some some pop punk with light christian themes go ahead <laughs> uh but yeah that that band is actually um sort of transformed and combined with another band they make a a band called four five dive that's still doing stuff in wisconsin definitely check them out um they're making really sick music right now so okay yeah so, so uh so yeah. i kind of I guess I transitioned um, mostly because I I love pop punk music and I still do. I love like all punk music and I, I really listen to everything. Um, but my main love when I was growing up and everything was hip hop. Like I love Kanye West. Uh, the first album I ever bought was Gorilla's debut album. And that really like just put me on a whole different track from everyone else in rural Wisconsin, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely understand that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, like you mentioned, you still have a, like, a love for pop punk and everything. I mean, that's how we happen to have mutual friends, too, yeah. is, is from all the homies in Iowa City. Um, shout out to Tiger, Jace, all those, all those homies. Oh, um, yeah. And then... Damn, I just lost it. Uh, <laughs> so, Tiger's speaking of Tiger, he's featured on a couple of your tracks. Yeah, you've also had some other Iowa City locals fe- feature on your tracks, like Jim Swim. Um, how does it feel to be able to like make those connections and like be able to just build a little bit more with them? Because I know you you did put out like the other like that one produced album, but like mm-hmm. on your own stuff now, where you're basically collabing with them how does that feel to like be able to bring that all together it's amazing um so i started off uh i met jim swim at a show i think it was at yacht club uh where he was performing and i had never seen 
um, any sort of rap in Iowa City live until then. And I was like, I need to talk to this guy. Like, I need to, I don't care what it takes. Like, I need to make a song with him. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I basically just sent him a bunch of beats and uh, asked him to rap on one for that album. And he's like, sure, man. Yeah. Uh, which was sick. Cause like, I, when I saw him live, I was like, this is someone that is so far above me that like I need to send him my best shit and then maybe if I'm lucky he'll get on it or whatever um but we ended up making it work and then it really like helped to build my confidence so um yeah like I just became a lot more confident in my music and like what I've created uh through working with him for sure and then with Tiger um I actually met him at my first show in Iowa City. I got booked uh, at the Treehouse, and I saw, um, like, I was asked to make the poster for it. So uh, someone sent me, like, all the names of the people there, and I was like, there's another tiger? (laughs) And, okay, I'll check it out, whatever. And he also raps, and I was like, okay, I I need to meet this guy. I need to be his best friend. And then um, I was listening to one of his songs. It's either Mas Luego or Dos Luego. I don't remember which. But uh, he's got a line about um, know the ropes like Hogan. And I was like, okay, that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, Match made in heaven, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the Jace... Jace had kind of introduced me to Tiger uh, when we mm. did her her interview. And I was just like, oh, I thought Tiger was like a nickname. And then like yeah. when we were talking, <laughs> like he kind of like blew my mind. He's like, no, Tiger is like my real name. And I was like, what the fuck? I know, right? I feel like I'm stealing valor from him by <laughs> making my name Tiger Driver. Like, I wasn't born with it, you know? Well, that just means you guys gotta, like, team up and do your, like, tag team like, EP or something. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we talked about doing something, uh, I think we were gonna call it Year of the Tiger, or maybe Tiger Style, or something like that. We'll yeah, see. That'd be sick. <laughs> like, those are two solid names to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, since you're a wrestling fan, this will be a good question. Um, Let's say it's you and Tiger, tag team, going for the mm. belt. Who would you want to be up against, and who do you think he could take out? Ooh. Are we talking musicians or wrestlers? Wrestlers. Wrestlers? We're going against Stone Cold and The Rock. Ooh. We're the best. Yeah, we're the best. We'll take him down. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great pay-per-view to watch. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd pay to see it. You wouldn't have to pay. I mean, you'd be in it. You'd, you'd be oh, there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fair. He'd be holding it up and shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's dive back into some more of your stuff. So last year, actually not even last year, this year, mm-hmm. you released Manic Depressive Pixie Dream Boy yep. in January, which um, which I thought was great as well. And then you're, since then, you're working hard, just mm-hmm. busting it out, and you have another album coming out here what in like a week or so uh yeah something like that we'll see we'll see how it goes but yeah (laughs) soon i promise yeah soon which you just recently released a single for the Mm. the the music video which it's it's dark it's gritty it's fucking sick it's a great way (laughs) to start that um get everyone hyped um the album we're talking about here is super tiger driver advance yes um what do you want to tell us about this before we kind of get into it? What do you want the people to know? Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, so like I said earlier, um, when I was younger, I was a huge gamer and just like, 
killing hours and hours and hours just playing video games and gaining nothing from it. Uh, so I was like, I need to take that influence from my life and put it into something. So that's kind of what this album was originally uh, going to be, was all um, super 8-bit, like chip tune, um, sort of like chip hop or glitch hop, I guess. Um, and then I kind of, as I was working more on it, I kind of uh, branched out a little bit from that. Um, but there's definitely still roots in that, like Advance, the, the first song that I came out with a video for. Um, that was like the first thing I completed for it. And I was like, this is the sound that I wanted to go for, which mm -hmm. was just the super glitchy, like crazy synths and like hefty bass. Um, so I think like most of the sounds from that are actually like chip tuned sounds, either tuned up or tuned up, like down for the bass. Um, okay. But yeah, they're actually all like Super Nintendo sounds. Yeah, I kind of noticed those hints throughout. And mm -hmm. I mean, like I noticed them and then now that you bring it up, like, I noticed a little bit more um you you i had the pleasure of you sending me uh, this album ahead of time so i got to check it out and just to everyone listening like this is fantastic like i fucking love everything about this um i've jammed it probably more times than i should have um my personal favorite on it is sad okay yeah like yep that one's mm. such a chill like good jam with it and then i mean our boy tiger features on it and then you also have young potion yes yeah, yeah both their verses are are really sick so i'm thankful that you sent that to me like this is so <laughs> yeah yeah that's that song is uh everyone i show it to it gets stuck in their head so i'm like okay that's got to be a good thing right <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um i mean you do really well too is like you didn't stick with like one full sound. I felt like with with the the new album, like it, it kind of mm. ventures between both sides of the line of like kind of harder, heavier stuff, and then kind of like that, like what sad is, where it's kind of like more. I actually have a note down. It's it's I had thought of it kind of like '90s R and B almost. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really nice, like that you kind of just made it almost two different sounds throughout the whole thing. So there's kind of like. If you were to release it, you could almost do like an A and B side or something. Like yeah, that's that's very true. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, I think that. So another thing that really influences my music is uh, I have bipolar disorder. So like, something I always try to play with is like the ups and downs, um, like super happy mania, and then like the depressive side, obviously. Um, but yeah, with manic depressive pixie dream boy, and also with this album. I'm sort of trying to play with that again, where it's like, I think I can make songs that express happy things, but I'm like way more comfortable making like sad and depressing or angry songs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to kind of work on my, my happy stuff a little bit better, but. That's probably just the pop on kid. Like in, yeah. in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the angst. It's all yeah. that follow up boy angst. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, like we talked about sad but what's what's another song on this new album that once it drops that everyone that you would be like okay this one is it mm. like this is what you should listen to to kind of get the whole full feel of everything um i really like so the first two that come to mind are uh snake charmer um that's featuring evan the icon that's one of my friends i met actually through reddit 
uh, when I was posting tracks. He was like the one guy that's actually stuck with me this entire time. And like, we've made some awesome stuff together. Um, but that song is, it's got every part of what I want to do, which is like, uh, I don't know, kind of braggadocious hooks and like wrestling references everywhere. I think there's a Jake the Snake promo at the beginning. Um, and then uh, Evan has the second verse and he just like comes in so hot. And I'm, yeah, I just love that song. Uh, and then the second one, I would say Stay, which is the second to last of the album, I think, yep. featuring Young Potion again. Um, and that one is about uh, both of us have actually experienced uh, a close friend or family member committing suicide. So that song is all about like just these weird feelings of being, uh, for me, it's eight years removed from that, but still, you know, trying to uh, explore like those feelings of grief and guilt and all that stuff and just trying to work my way through it, like through music. So, yeah, I think we we did a really good job of encapsulating all of those feelings on that song. Yeah, I I, I completely agree with that. Um, Thanks. You de- you definitely feel some some those emotions like coming through. So yeah, um, and then I mean this young potion dude like he fucking kills it too. So. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. You got to get him on here. Yeah, dude. I'll have to reach out if he's if yeah. dude if you're listening hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I I did notice too um, on the last album last song in the album bring it home you do have like yep. a voicemail message from your grandma at the beginning yes <laughs> um which i thought was great and it works really well with that song um person like in my mind how why why did you put that at the beginning okay so first off shout out my grandma cookie love her <laughs> she's amazing everyone who knows her is in love with her and rightfully so um but so I set out when I was making that song, I kind of set out, um, I tweeted, can I make a country song? And then a bunch of people were like, yes, yeah, do it, do it, do it. So that was my country song that I was trying to make. And uh, I was, um, I kind of wanted it to be the last track and sort of have this feeling of like acceptance of who I am, all of my problems. Um, it's something I'm trying to work on in life in general is just being okay with everything that I am. Uh, so there's no one in the world that like loves me more than my grandmother. So, uh, and you can even hear it in that voicemail. Like she's asking me if I'm going to be safe driving home yeah. or, or nothing. Like you know, she didn't need to call me, but, um, I also wanted to play with like, it's kind of a hip hop trope that like, you know, the song starts with a super EQ'd, uh, uh, voicemail. And it's usually like super sad or like a diss track or something so i kind of wanted to have that and then play with it and just like turn it into a country song that's also super positive (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i'm i'm a big uh a big fan of saying like fuck genres like i don't think any artist should stick to one genre or like be confined by that at all so yeah uh i mean that's a good mentality to have because i mean it's always good to branch out and you see everyone kind of gets mad with with bands where they kind of like do one sound for so long and they kind of just like we've we've grown we've we've changed like this is our sound we want to do do now mm-hmm. but i mean you, you got to do something different every once in a while and yeah. i felt like doing that country out country song at the very end of that album is it's perfect and <laughs> it sounds amazing like it's it's 
sorry. Every time someone sends me music, I uh, automatically fall in love with it. So, like, <laughs> I've said, like, this is amazing so many times, but, like, genuinely, it's all really good. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, keep keep praising me, please. I love it. <laughs> Feed my ego. Yeah. <laughs> Just send me a text, and I'll be like, dude, it's so good. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I really liked how that was a nice touch with adding your grandma at the beginning, because, like, when, when all the rioting was happening here in Minneapolis, like, my grandma was doing the same thing, like, yeah. calling me being like, hey, are you okay? So kind of. Right, yeah. Hit, hit right in the heartstrings. Heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, so, th- like we said, that one should be out pretty soon. Um, by the time this out- episode comes out, we'll we'll play it by ear. We'll, we'll figure it out. Okay, but, sure, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm stoked for everyone to be able to hear this that hasn't heard it already because it's it's super dope. So, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, I mean, since you're you're on this track to like record, put out so many albums per year, are you already like in the works to like start on the next one? Or are yeah, you just like yeah. already digging, <laughs> working hard. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> so I had a a couple days where I was like super depressed and uh i just didn't want to do anything i get this feeling every time i'm like finished with a project uh, a music project and i don't have kids but i assume that it's like sending your kids off to college because it's like um you've worked so hard for so long on this thing and all you have is the product and mm-hmm. now you're pushing it out to, for the world to see it so like it's it's kind of like I'm letting it be judged by other people, even though I really like it. Like I really love all my music. Um, there's no guarantee that that'll happen with anyone else. So I was pretty sad about just like I open Ableton and I have nothing to work on. And uh, I was sad about other stuff and like, you know, general depression shit. Um, so I decided to write a song and it was about um, my cousin who committed suicide. Uh, and I made it completely with just like my acoustic guitar and my voice. So I'm thinking that the next thing I work on is probably going to be sort of like a indie um, folk album, I guess. Uh, I sent. Are you familiar with Cowpoke at all? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I sent uh, one of the tracks to Aaron from Cowpoke, and he started calling me Indie Driver. So <laughs> maybe that'll be the title. We'll see. But uh, but yeah. So I've got. I think like. And I started it a couple of days ago and I already have like four general songs started and like kind of ready-ish. So yeah, I think I'm probably going to hold on to it for a while though because most of them sound sort of wintry. So I'll probably hold on to it to like December, somewhere like that. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, people, you heard it here first. Indie Driver coming on December something. <laughs> question mark, question mark. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. I mean, like keeping busy like not getting stagnant so i mean gotta do what you gotta yeah. do yeah um and then you have been doing a few you, you mentioned you were have been doing like a few covid virtual fests yeah um, which i th- think you might have were you on the same one that like tiger and jace were on it kind of yeah back then yeah it was a couple of months ago yeah. um i actually helped put that one together uh it was me jace um aaron from cowpoke and katie kelly from basketball divorce court yep the four of us are the ones that like 
got everyone together and like did all the all the grunt work for it i guess um so yeah we're looking to maybe do something like that again but we'll see how that goes yeah i mean you gotta do something you're gonna put out this new album gotta yeah yeah. let people fucking hear it live as much as possible right yeah uh quotations heavy on on the live (laughs) as much as possible yeah Um, how, how are speaking of that like how are things in like your part of wisconsin or like is anything kind of everything's still kind of open in wisconsin yeah so yeah so i'm in a very rural area i'm like half an hour outside of green bay um but like it's almost like it doesn't exist here which is terrifying like i hate it so much um i don't know i went to the gas station today like to pick up beer and i was wearing my mask and i got so many dirty looks that i'm like why i'm doing it like for you old people right Like, (laughs) like what is your problem with this I don't know it's just it's so weird how it's become politicized to like want to protect other people and yourself yeah it's it's pretty ridiculous um but i i also felt like the same way so memorial day weekend we all went to my my roommate his parents owned a cabin in yeah like upper wisconsin so we went there and one of the towns we passed through just like ass packed at like the yep. campgrounds and like just everywhere at all the bars because it was right after like the bars had reopened okay what the Mm -hmm. fuck are you guys doing like yeah it's crazy i don't understand what people are thinking but like whatever i guess there's what can i do you know yeah (laughs) except like keep hunkering down and just doing my own thing yeah basically people wear wear your fucking mask um yeah don't don't be (laughs) stupid all right so now that i've gone through most of my questions now now's the fun part now's where kind of dig deeper into seeing who who drew really is who tiger driver really is um let's say you're putting out let's say that you have an opportunity to get one of your favorite artists to feature on one of your songs Mm. who who would it be and why okay um shit this is hard i'd have to say jpeg mafia i think do you know jpeg mafia i do not fill me okay so so JPEG Mafia is a rapper and a producer. Um, he's been doing stuff for super, super long. Um, but he he came out with this album, I think it was in 2018, maybe 2019, called Veteran. Uh, absolutely check it out. Anyone who's listening to this, please listen to JPEG Mafia. Um, but he's like super, super aggressive, uh, makes all the sick, deep ref- wrestling references that I love that like any normal even even like a casual wrestling fan would not understand half of the shit he's saying so like you have to be into it to like it yeah but uh he's i don't know just something about everything he does it's so it's super super gritty um and like yeah kind of like what we were talking about earlier um with the duality of being able to like have that aggressive side and then have some tracks that are like he's singing on it and it's like super ultra auto-tuned and it almost like sounds disgusting um but it's beautiful at the same time uh so i just love that um i would either go with him or 100 gex for sure okay cool cool (laughs) yeah um since you are like a big wrestling fan too like what era would you say is like the best because i know a lot of people say uh, like what is it the i don't even know i don't not yeah the attitude era yeah uh was always like the best but like in your opinion right okay so I have a, a hot take on this. Um, the Attitude Era was excellent. You had, you know, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, 
Undertaker, all of the all of the people everyone knows, right? But today's wrestling is so much better. Like if you if you go back and try to watch a pay per view, um, you'll have like some killer matches in the main events and like maybe a couple throughout the card. But if you watch today's stuff, the things that they do are absolutely insane. Like it, it's crazy that someone doesn't die on every single wrestling show that comes out today. Um, so yeah, I would say like right now is the best time to be a wrestling fan. Um, so start watching it if you're not watching it is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. And then <laughs> I know some people are big now that AEW is out. Some people are big mm-hmm. AEW over, like they've transitioned from WWE over to AEW. Are you in the same boat? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. What <laughs> yeah, makes what makes AEW stand out more, like more than WWE? So there's a lot. Um, one thing that I really hate about WWE is like how capitalist it is, and obviously AEW is a very is it's a company and it's like owned by a billionaire, but. Um, I just get the feeling that they they care more about their talent who are like the workers those are mm-hmm. the people that are actually putting in the work to do this stuff yeah um and yeah it's just like the feeling of it is it's almost like going to an indie show so if you've never been to an indie wrestling show the way i would describe it to a music fan is like it, it's like the diy scene so everyone is doing their own stuff you you build it off of yourself um whereas wwe is like I don't know. It's like going to see, uh, I don't know, the Beatles or something like you're yeah. going to get it, it. It's popular. And like, obviously you're going to have a good time, but it's so like, I don't even want to say mainstream, but it's just so calculated and like clean. And I don't like that. Like I like punk rock wrestling, you know? Okay. So I'm all for AEW. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's one thing, definitely, like, the non-cleanliness is one aspect that I liked about, um, so we had, like, a county fair, and they brought in, like, Impact Pro Wrestling out of, okay, yeah. that, that mm-hmm. kind of tours around, so, like, that was kind of fun, like, not to have to deal with, like, the big name stuff and see these guys actually work hard to get where they're at. Um, right, yeah. So, I mean, that's actually how... Eugene Levy, <laughs> so Brian, I don't know if you know the band Eugene Levy, um, <laughs> so Brian Martinez was originally the host, secondary host with this, uh, okay. but that's how we got one of their, their song names, because we nice. were drunk in the in the stand just yelling, use your body as a weapon, everybody, <laughs> so it was pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I miss, I miss going to wrestling shows, man, like almost as much as I miss going to music. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's there's something about going live that I think people just don't people don't get wrestling until you've seen it in person. You can like yell at a dude and he'll yell back at you. Like it's, <laughs> it just changes it for you, you know? Yeah. That's one thing that I like, I had been wanting to do for a while too, is like go to the, the lower level and mm-hmm. sit in a VFW hall and like, yep. it's all dark and just fucking watch these two dudes. But yeah, it smells terrible, <laughs> but that's, that's part of it too. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was going to, yeah, I'll still ask it. Um, let's say you got into like this wrestling world. Would you stick with the Tiger Driver name or would you have to come up with something else? Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't rip him off, man. Yeah, exactly. You know? I would, I would definitely want to be a heel or be a bad guy. Uh, if you guys don't know what that means. Um, I, I had this idea. I was actually, 
I trained for like six months to be a wrestler when I was, I think like 16. Um, and I was, believe it or not, skinnier than I am now. Um, but I, my, the idea I had in my brain was to be dazzling Dean danger. And I would have like a full, uh, jean outfit with like bedazzled, uh, a bedazzled jean jacket. And then what I was going to do is like blow glitter into people's eyes. Like I was doing the poison mist and then blind them. <laughs> That was going to be my whole thing. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I even wanted to come out to Easy Lover by Phil Collins. <laughs> Excellent song. <laughs> I feel like you just need to do, like, Tiger Driver promos just in that now, like, with the mask <laughs> on. I feel like that'll be perfect. Maybe the next video. We'll yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> do it for sad or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Just perfect to get up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so trained when you were 16 to become a wrestler, that's that's yeah. commitment yeah it hurt it sucked yeah yeah do you know uh the band Moon- moonlighting from like a tumwa uh, so their lead singer or actually i don't know no, he's not lead singer he's guitar player on this one tj wilt um he's actually been going to wrestling school for impact Pro oh, wrestling wow. so it's oh that's sick yeah he's been posting stuff every once in a while and like the shit that he's doing is like oh dude that's like what I've wanted to do since a childhood, but at the same yeah, time, it's like right. you're jumping off the third th- turnbuckle. Like that's gonna hurt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's still sick. So yeah, that stuff does hurt too. I gotta give respect to anyone who wrestles or even trains. Like I don't know, people people think that it's like a spring, like sort of thing mm-hmm. under the ring. It's literally just twenty foot long boards. So the reason it bends is because it's because it's so know, it's such a long. Yeah, okay. right. That it'll bend in the middle, so that's where you want to drop. But it still really hurts. Like even hitting the ropes hurts. Yeah. But yeah. Well, see, you learned something. I just learned that there are 20 foot boards all the way across. Yeah. Like I never knew. I thought I was like those other people where I thought there was some sort of like spring mechanism. Right. Right. But I mean, as, as like stage as things are like those people are still putting their, their bodies on the line for a lot of that for shit. Sure. So yeah. I mean, yeah, much respect to those dudes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what's like, so you've done a few live shows and then you did shows when you're in a band. What's like the craziest moment that's happened like during a show? Mm. Um, okay. So this probably isn't going to sound crazy to anyone who's ever played a show before, but, uh, I was, I was singing my song Baja Blast and there's a part in it where it goes, like I say, um, what you say, what you say, what you say. And then that like repeats a couple times. And by like the third time it happened, I could hear like the crowd singing it along. And I was like, holy fuck. Like <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was in my bedroom drinking a Baja Blast and eating Taco Bell. And I wrote that and I sang it into my microphone with nobody around. And now there's people yelling it back to me. Like it was the most insane thing I've ever, I don't know. It, it was just like such a big moment in my life. Um, as stupid as that might sound <laughs> i actually love that you brought that up because like when i first like started jamming yourself when we were like setting the date and everything like that was the one of the first songs that popped up like on apple music and i was okay, like yeah. okay this is pretty dope he's got a song called baja blast and it's like <laughs> it's kind of like a fucking bop like you have yeah like, right. you can't help but like sing along <laughs> and then 
you posted that video on the Target Driver Facebook page with like the truck like bouncing. With yeah. it. Like that worked out so perfectly. I was like, dude, this is amazing. Like yeah. props, man. Thank you. Yeah, my my friends and I got into a YouTube rabbit hole of watching like uh what is that called? Hydraulics accidents. Yeah. And just like cars breaking down and stuff. And I was like, this <laughs> it fits way too well. I have to make a video. Yeah. So I mean I'm happy you did. So. Thanks. Um but yeah, it's it's a great song. Everyone loves Baja Blast. Everyone yep. loves Taco Bell. You're pop yep. punk. Yeah, I mean you gotta be pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so most of my list is kinda knocked out. Um I don't know if there's anything else you want to to bring up and chat about. Um, let me think for a sec. Mostly I just, I don't know. I want to talk about like uh, some of the other artists that are in Iowa City that are popping off right now that need to, I feel like they need some more recognition. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so obviously we've got Jace, we've got Tiger, yep. uh, Basketball Divorce Court, Young Potion. Um, but not enough people are listening to McHugh. So it's uh, my friend Dylan McHugh. Um, it's spelled M-C-Q-U-E-U-E. I think that's how you spell Q, right? Yeah. But, uh, but he's making some really sick music. He actually just dropped an album today that I started listening to before we started recording. Um, and it's sounding really good. So go check out McHugh for sure. Um, if anyone listening was at the... Uh, the show at the treehouse with me, Tiger and Jace. He was also on that show and he played a killer set. He was on the uh the live stream show that we had as well. And uh yeah, he's making some really awesome stuff. It's sort of like uh indie kind of uh Bob Dylan ish type stuff, which is like completely different from what everyone else is doing in Iowa City. So yeah. definitely worth checking him out. That's kinda of what I like about Iowa City is that um like you definitely have those people that are all kind of doing the same thing, but you have a handful of people that are thrown into the mix that are doing something different. Like, yeah. Um, like I, I guess I didn't realize how big of like a rap scene there was until like I sat down with Tiger and like you were kind of a part of it and Jim Swim came to mind. Um, and then you have like all these acoustic sets where like it's Jace and, and stuff like that and it's kind of nice. It's like a big, it's really a nice like melting pot when it comes to music. Right. Yeah. And I think that's good for, you know, we have this like, I don't even know what you would call it. It's, it's sort of like everyone wants to call these things mixed bills. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a rap artist and like someone like Jace playing, but I feel like that's for some reason that, that irks me a little bit. Like it's just music. Like what, people come and watch it and like you don't have to you know call it this other thing um because like what i do is probably would probably be considered like mostly rap for sure um but i also have like all these acoustic songs and stuff and i don't really like shy away from playing those live um so yeah i think that's something that we'll start to see people moving away from as well as like just the idea of genres in general as Mm -hmm. as artists start to branch out a little bit more and things become more intertwined with each other yeah um is there anyone else in in the iowa city scene or any scene in general that that your your homies with that that everyone should check out yeah i mean if you if you're listening to this you probably already know dog dave but they're making some dope oh, music yeah. um cowpoke is sick 
uh aaron as tomato boy is super awesome um but in wisconsin there's this guy named royal berg uh i don't think he has anything out yet but the stuff that i've heard from him is insane so for sure be on the lookout for that <laughs> tight yeah uh, i mean everyone you heard here if tiger drive is telling you to listen to it go listen to it um i mean tiger's in his name and we we don't happen to the last time i listened to tiger I met Drew, so definitely <laughs> worth doing. So, I can check it out. Hundred percent. One hundred. All right. So as we wind down here, thank you again, Drew Tiger Driver, for stopping by. Um, do you have any last words, last shoutouts, anything you want the people to know? Uh, follow my Twitter. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> at Drewski Baby. Fire tweets only. <laughs> All right, so follow his Twitter. Be on the lookout for the new album coming out. Um, I'll post about it on the Facebook. Um, definitely check it out. It's gonna be you're all. Everyone's gonna love it. Basically, is what I'm saying. Um, if you or someone you know should be on an episode, please feel free to reach out. Um, obviously, we're all in quarantine. If you're if you have to be, so no one's doing anything. So just chat with me. Got nothing else going on. Um, note on the t-shirts, t-shirts should be done and in my possession, hopefully soon. And then they'll be thrown up on the web store and I'll have links for all that on the Facebook, um, to how to get a hold of one of those. Thank you, Drew, for let me invade your virtual space today. Um, and being a part of all this. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, definitely keep us posted. Keep me posted for what's, what's in the future. And, um, like I said, dude, new album sick, and everyone everyone has to love it. Like, <laughs> there's there's no ifs ands or buts. Like, they're right. gonna love it. So yeah, you heard it here. Yeah, you better. <laughs> All right, thanks, dude. Yeah, thank you. All right, see ya. Don't got no money, buddy. Looking kind of fresh though. Every time you see him, he be always wearing fresh clothes. Twenty on the safe throw, twenties in my bank roll, twenty thousand on the feet. The black mask, then you fade away. Putting on the black mask like it's doomsday. Hit you with the spin move off the takeaway. Who is this guy anyway? I am the monster from under the dark. I am the one that resides in your heart. I am so fucked up like where do I start? Kind of bizarre, but I feel like Clark Kent. Let's move statements, man. Most like the two that's rent. Most like the two get a dan and a rented bands. Yeah. Half of my friends and we all in debt. Like I'm done in Dallas Coffin drop off the top Darby Allen Stunting on these haters It's hardly a challenge Shots to the head Like I'm Chris Canyon Yo, who better than the driver Legend killing Viper Icons are tired I'm tired Yeah, I'm so tired Sick of the mass, sick yeah. of the grass, sick yeah. of these stupid ass questions you ask. Why can't you grasp? I'm winning the race. Bitch, if you're pretty, I cover my face. Pick up the pace, get you some grit. I get the money and then I'm a split. Can I commit? Can sit with the bitch, can sit with the style. I hit it and switch. Don't give a shit, don't give a fuck. Make all the shit and I don't make a fuck. My music sucks, I make it for me. I cook it up and you eat it for free. This is alright, I'll be okay. I'ma stick with it and make it today. I'ma be me, you can be you. I'ma stay with it while you always lose.